What's up, everybody? It's Austin Rivers from the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's a new year, and I have a new podcast here at The Ringer, Off Guard, hosted by me and my guy, Pasha Hagigi. Austin and I go way back and talk so much hoop already that we figured it was time to fire up the mics and let you in on all of these conversations. Every week, Pasha and I will hit on the biggest stories happening in the league and get Austin's perspective of someone currently hooping in the NBA. Tap into Off Guard every Friday on The Ringer NBA Show feed on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Full Go presented by FanDuel. The playoff action is heating up, and with FanDuel, you can bet on everything from the NBA Finals MVP to who's going to lift the Stanley Cup. And right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. Filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays, or SGPs as the kids like to call them, all on one page. Plus, start betting on the pulse and get paid instantly when you win. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21+. plus. 18 plus in DC and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler or visit rg help.com. Chicago everywhere. Check it. It's not enough Chicago. We just don't have enough Chicago people. Jason Goff is here. Well, I'm at Full Go. The Full Go podcast. The Full Go. Bears, Bulls, White Sox, Cubs, and Blackhawks. Our man, Jason Goff. Three times a week with Jason Goff. His mood is elevated. He is feeling good. Jason, I'm loving the Full Go. Love the Full Go. The Full Go. The Full Go. Welcome to Full Go with Jason Goff. That is what I'm talking about. Talking about. What up, world? You're listening to The Full Goal with Jason Goff, presented by The Ringer, a Spotify original. Yeah. yeah. I'm all hopped up on a Zyrtec, so. Ah, uh, you got to get to my favorite, Jay. What's that? The Benadryl. Nah, man, I got shit to do, man. You can't just be hitting the Benadryl. <laughs> you know, Benadryl, you know. The community has taken Benadryl to to an all purpose kind yes, of sir. status that I don't I don't believe in. You know what I'm saying? You got, got a star in your eye. Put some yeah, pop a Benadryl. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> Tooth hurt. Pop a Benadryl. Pop one of them eggs and Benadryl. Shut them goddamn kids up. Yeah, <laughs> shut them kids up. Pop a Benadryl on them. <laughs> Oh man! Shout out to all the parents out there who know that plight. You know Tony's gonna, you know, have to make those kind of decisions soon enough. Oh yeah, give him a Tylenol. They'll be fine. What, what a Tylenol! Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the baby yeah. Tylenol. You gotta, you gotta weigh, you gotta weigh your your parental rights uh, against the forty five minutes of peace that you are seeking. <laughs> it'll happen. Trust me, it'll happen. It'll happen. Uh, what episode is this? 266 I believe uh, the chief vibes officer isn't here and we we are all out of sorts we're in a three man formation right now it's, it's it's looking and feeling a little raggedy you know what I mean uh, we, we need the spirit that is that is our guy Chris Sutton the voices that you've already heard on this thing I believe it's episode 266 of the full goal podcast it is, it is. my yes, man sir. Kyle Williams the exceptional one chiming in of course my main man Tony Gill I am Jason Goff thanking y'all for hanging out with us on a a Sunday evening when we're recording this thing. Y'all probably get in Monday morning. Or if y'all the cats who wait up until 1.30, 2 a.m. for this thing to drop, you know, that notification come through, I appreciate y'all as well. Um, welcome in to the Full Go Podcast, brought to you by The Ringer. Of course, Spotify is the gang. And before we get to the old sports roof, fellas, because I know you guys are uh, champing at the bit to, to talk about all the sports that we've had to uh, digest over these last three days since the last time we talked, you know, all the summer league action, uh, all the great baseball y'all have been taking in, huh? A uh, little Wimbledon, you know, Alcatraz messed around and won. I know that's not his name for all you. That's the other thing, too. You know, for the people who tune into the pod who kind of get it, and for the new people, appreciate you. But, like, I don't need... The like the this ain't the errors and omissions page where all of a sudden y'all just tweet me the things that went wrong in last week's pod or the day before's pod. Hey, hey, listen, as soon as you press play, understand that we are not liable for any facts on this pod. 
Uh, everything is taken in jest. So if you take anything seriously, that's on you. All right. And, and the rest of it's just rumor. To be honest with you, in conjecture. So if you taking this pod for for you know the the truth and journalism, Big J, then uh, that's on you. You made a bad decision. I'm sure it's not going to be the last one that you make. And with that being said, definitely going to get into the baseball. But I wanted to pose a question to to the fellas. Now Chris Sutton is out. He usually provides a uh, a different flair to this mix. So I'm I'm stuck with my my Chicago brethren and. Anthony Gill, the GOAT, and, of course, Kyle Williams, the exceptional one. So, fellas, I want to ask you a question, and I want us to be very vulnerable and very safe with each other in this moment, okay? I'm the oldest of the three of us, so me leading us off with this is just, you know, me saying, hey, feel free for this to be a safe space. This weekend, you know, it's a nice nice weather weekend, the lady hits me up and goes, hey, you want to do something later? Because she had a thing to do, right? She had a Saturday thing. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I saw what she was wearing to the Saturday thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going outside. I'm, I'm definitely going outside. This is sundress season, and you are taking full advantage of it. I want to be around when all that moving and shaking is happening. Shout out to my fiance, right? So she goes to her, her work thing with her people, right? And, of course... You know, if if your fiance or your your significant other is anything like mine, when she says a time, I know that this time is not really the designated time for her to finish up or wrap up. So I say, hey, I'll meet you after this thing. We'll get a bite to eat. I look around, browse the old area, because I haven't really explored the area that I've been living in for the last two and a half, three years, right? And shout out to the good people of Logan Square, Wicker Park, Avondale, whatever you want to call this area that I'm in over here. Ran into a few guys who have listened to the pod, by the way. One dude who, uh, hell, he's going to hear it anyway. One dude who was like, hey, man, I know you're good now, but... I'm in real estate, and if you ever need somebody, check me out. I ran into this dude in front of my crib while he was putting the club on his steering wheel of his car. So I was like, <laughs> is this just an old school player, or has he just jumped in the game because, you know, he had to take a career, you know, diversion? But I digress. So I look up and I go, okay, where can I take the lady for a little bite to eat? You know, the bite after the bite. She's probably going to be full. So this is just about drinks for the kid and getting out amongst the people. You know, showing my face. Enjoying the Chicago summer the way people do on Instagram. So I find a reservation. It's around 7 o'clock, right? She's still doing her thing at like 6.15. I figure I'd get there. Scout out to join a little early in Chicago in the summer. Pull up. Black-owned establishment here in the area that I live in. Because, you know, want to support. Pull up. Shout out to the duplex over here, by the way. That's the name of the spot. Pull up. Heard some decent things about it. You know, I'm solo, right? So I'm already looking like the odd bird. I'm solo. I'm like, yeah, give me the booth. When my lady walks in, I can see her walk over. Bang. Set the, set the tempo. My lady didn't show up for a good 10, 12, 15 minutes, right? As I'm just, you know, chilling out. Ordered her a couple of, ordered myself a drink, ordered her a drink. You know, ordered some appetizers. This way she ain't got to wait. You know, the table is, is full with all the accoutrement. Whatever you need. Need a sip? There it go. Need some food? There it go. It then was revealed to me shortly after I put the food order in that this place and... I'm going to be honest with y'all. This place was crawling with decent looking dudes. You know what I mean? Men who cared about their physical fitness and men who knew that Chicago in the summertime is, is bountiful. And, and there could be a bevy of rewards if you play your, if you play your cards right. I want to ask you two brothers this. Have you ever been intimidated by another man in the room? And not on some like... I can't take him or if this gets physical, but oh, this 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 motherfucker right here is setting the tone for the room. Have you ever felt that way before? And it's okay. This is a safe space. Maybe this will make it to the pod. Maybe it won't. Because I know, you know, as a person 
who is suffering from certain um, anxieties, you know, and certain reckonings where you're like, hey, man, this is all they getting this summer. You feel me? This is it. You know, I didn't work too hard to have to look good and be good at the gig, right? So, you know, you, unbeknownst to me, I pull up to the spot. And this apparently is where the, the, the dudes who do, I do push-ups and sit-ups. This is where the dudes who do plyometrics, Pilates, hot yoga, uh, sauna in their crib, a uh, 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 cold tub, uh, you you know the cold tub dudes when you see them too, right? You know the motherfuckers that get in the cold water just because they stop they stop playing ball, they stop hooping, they stop playing football ten years ago, but they st- they shoulders still look like they own a cold tub. You know what I'm talking about? And that's the other thing too. Very, saw very few faces on any of these men. Everybody was just backs out, just walking around, backs out. You know what I mean? With damn near had the Gold's Gym t-shirts on. You know the old school joints with the Venice Beach kind of vibe to it. So I began to ask myself, am I in the wrong fucking place? Like, is is this the spot where everybody who knew they would take care of themselves in a better way than I did decided to just hey, come out to on, on this glorious Saturday night? So in, in that moment, I did some real reckoning, and I'm sure ladies do this to themselves. I'm sure they do, right? I'm sure ladies see somebody walk into a restaurant or somebody walk into a bar, and you can tell what kind of lady you got too, by the way, if she hating or if she shading or if she's giving a full, honest compliment, right? I don't, I don't wait for those, you know, unfortunate interactions. I point them out, right? Like, look at, look at her over there. She got the nerve to walk in here with all that ass, huh? What you think about that? That's crazy, huh, baby? You know that kind of vibe. You know, set this tone. You gotta set the tone. You know what I mean? Can't mess around. Have them saying you don't treat me like you used to. I've been pointing girls out since we met each other. You know what I mean? That kind of vibe. So. I sat there for the entirety of this lunch slash, what, early dinner, whatever the case may be. Yeah, late, late, very, very late lunch, I guess, early dinner, six o'clock, some kind of vibe like that. I sat there the entire time hurting my own back, trying to stand up or sit up, I should say, as straight as I possibly can. My back knotted up on me halfway through the dinner just because of the pressure that was applied by a couple of individuals at the bar. And I know if my lady ever listens back to this, she will laugh at me, make fun of me, and then say you didn't have to do that because she's nurturing in that way. But fellas, I'm telling y'all now, man, (laughs) we've been doing this too long to not know that these motherfuckers that don't have jobs and real problems and worries in their life who have been working out all summer long is coming out to really do some damage to our egos out here. You feel me? I'm 42. I'm trying to get in push-ups. I'm trying to get sets of push-ups in during the Call of Duty breaks. You know how to, you know, balanced lifestyle kind of vibe. And, man, if this is what y'all out here doing, like, I got the, I got the export, you know, uh, membership. I'm not using it as much, you know. I like to go hoop, you know, sit in, <laughs> sit in the sauna for a little bit, think about things. But I really don't use the machines the way that these young men who are I am bumping into use them. So I have to ask you guys this because you guys are a little bit younger than me. Are you safe enough to say that you are intimidated by other people who are walking around with incredibly well-built physiques? Or are you all the dudes that just, hey, man, this is where I'm at with it? This is what it is. Because I told her already, hey, man, I already got it made up in my head. I lose you. It's not going to be to anybody less than me. At least in my head, you know, I'm going to be dapping them up the whole way. Like, hey, man, lost to a better motherfucker. <laughs> I see you out here. <laughs> you, I see you out here on that pull-up bar. <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I really had a I really had a moment in the, in, in, the, in the spot the other day. Tone where I was like, oh, shit. Like, this, he don't even know that he competition out here. I was going to hit the bathroom real quick, bust a couple of push-ups, get my shit tight so I come back out and, you know, you know, come back for the second round. You know, wait till the second round of drinks hit her and change her mind about how much she think that this physique is tolerable. You feel me? That's what I was on on Saturday. But have you ever found yourself in a position where it's like, damn, that dude, uh, he did what he was supposed to do, <laughs> and I'm just in here smiling. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll let Kyle gather his thoughts, uh, being the youngest uh, in, in this group. Um, you know, I don't think I was ever aware enough. Like, Jason, the best thing about 
you is your awareness of every situation is masterful. Oh yeah, is <laughs> masterful. You gotta keep eyes on the situation. Yeah. Got to keep your eyes on these. Like boys, if I had bro. to rank the most aware people that I know personally, <laughs> you would definitely rank number one, and I think that's what makes you an excellent, you know, host. So um, maybe I just wasn't smart enough to understand what was going on, or just just the sheer lack of uh, ignorant. Ignorant confidence, you know that. There it is. That I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I never really thought about it. Now that I think about it, it's like because if I'm out with, you know, if I went in my single life, if I was out on a date, um, I was there for that person. And if that person was people, other people, I'm like, oh well, she's not for me. She and she. For- and that's the thing. It ain't even about people. Nobody else. <laughs> it ain't. You know that lie that women tell y'all, where it's like, it's I'm not dressing this way for anybody else. I'm dressing this way for me. Right. All right. Cool. I can dig it, and I hope that's the truth. This ain't about my lady at all. This is about me looking around this room and. This is a damn. We getting somewhere real primal now. I always step into a room thinking, all right, if it goes down, <laughs> who am I gonna have the most trouble with in this room? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who who might I have to click up with? <laughs> who who should I see if they are having a tough time and jump on his side instead of the establishment side? That you know that kind of vibe. I like sizing things up. Got to be aware of your area. You feel me? Like you said, spatially. But uh, yeah, man. Yeah, maybe it's just me. I just you know. I, I, and that's the other thing too. I appreciate when people take care of themselves. So, so especially when it's someone in close proximity, I'm like, God damn, he was doing all the shit I wasn't doing when I was supposed to be doing it. You know, like, like when I, when I, you know what I think is like when I do see that when I'm out, I'm like, is he happy though? <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's hate. That's hate. That's hate. I'm an oh, that's hate. I love my life. That's hate. That's fucking hate, and you know it. Yeah. That's, that's ain't shit hate right there. Because <laughs> you know that. Because there's two seconds away from you leaning over your girl. Like, I bet you that motherfucker ain't happy over there. Because when I had it, I wasn't. I wasn't that happy. I wasn't as happy as I am now. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> Kyle, but no, Jason. Now that now that now that I've had time to think about, it, like I definitely, I'm with you. I, I definitely like you know. You walk into a room, you want to size it up, see see who's in there, see like okay, like this person built like <laughs> they just all they do is work out, drink protein shakes yeah, and all of that, yeah. and you just like damn, and then you just gotta you gotta respect it. Oh, like yeah. I've, I've had that moment, like probably. And a couple of times, you know, especially here in Chicago, going out, you know, you go out with a girl or something, so like the taste of Chicago, just all those people in one area, you know, it's just bound to happen. I think just you just think about it, you know, you just yeah. like, dang, they taking care of themselves and everything, you know, salute. Yeah, no, it's always respect. You feel me? It's always respect. You know, I never wanted to get disrespectful. So, hey, respect. Shout out to you. And whatever free time you had, you utilized it in a far more productive way than I did. I was just wondering. I was just wondering if the fellas are out there, you know, because we can't say this to each other. <laughs> nobody, nobody walks up to their man like, "Hey, man!" Like, you know, people be people be pressing you in rooms that that don't even talk to you. <laughs> like somebody's presence, sheer presence, makes you go back to the crib and you know throw on a couple more plates. Like, yeah, man, that's what it is. That's what it is. So yes, I'm glad that. You guys have allowed me to share my insecurities with you <laughs> and share my my observations and my awareness. And I bet you, I bet you, watch this, watch this. I bet you she was none the wiser as well. It's Christmas in July and Santa Barkley is coming out of his summertime hiatus to give out tons of gifts to FanDuel customers. And right now, all customers have a chance to bet the rest of the MLB season on jolly old St. Chuck. Just place a $5 bet on Major League Baseball through July 18th to be entered to win. All right, I'm taking a big swing here with a to-hit-a-home-run parlay builder. I got a three-leg parlay for you out there. I got Javi Baez as the Tigers take on that putrid Royals pitching staff. I got Adelise Garcia taking on the Rays. Tampa Bay at Texas should be an outstanding series. And I got the kid out there in Seattle, Julio Rodriguez, as the Twins take on the Mariners. Hopefully, Julio can help out the White Sox and beat up on the Twins this series. So I got to hit a home-run three-leg parlay. Javi Baez, Adelise Garcia. 
Garcia and Julio Rodriguez. Plus, you can stay tuned all week for special gifts from Santa Barkley, including profit boosts, no sweat first bets, bonus bet drops, and a ton more. So this summer, get into holiday spirit with America's number one sportsbook. Don't miss your chance to bet the rest of the MLB season on Santa Barkley with FanDuel. Place your $5 MLB bet now to be entered to win. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. So, we was talking about, we started the pod by talking about um, uh, intimidation, physical mm. intimidation, and how the, the pressures that men have on them that nobody is aware of. And I was telling them about our, uh, our date at the duplex on Saturday night after your work, um, your work dinner, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, how I wonder if women go through, you know, the pressures that men go through in terms of when a, another woman who is attractive steps into the venue and how women might react to that, you know, right? Have you do you do you get my do you get the gist so far? I could see how someone might like have that kind of reaction. Oh, this is gonna be great. <laughs> this is gonna be great. She's already distancing herself from the example. <laughs> this is gonna be amazing. So so you know, I It has to do with confidence. Yeah, if you're confident, it doesn't matter who walks uh, in. See, every time she hits the microphone on this pod, I always end up sounding like a fucking sucker. And I don't think this is gonna break the streak, to be honest with you. But so I talked about <clears throat> before you got there, there were some gentlemen there with who were in some in great shape in my estimation, right? Mm-hmm. And all it did was make me kind of like just aware, like okay, all right, gotta, you gotta gotta tighten shit up around here. You gotta, you gotta get yourself in in better shape if this is gonna be the competition running around here. Not competition for you know your attention, whatever the case may be. But you know, I'm for I'm, whose I'm, attention? Just. Attention period. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm wondering, do women go through the same thing? Because I've, I've allowed my brothers here to, to say if they've ever... Now, intimidated is probably the wrong, wrong word. But, you know, when somebody kind of level sets it in a, <laughs> in, a, in a confined space where you're like, oh, that's, a, that's an attractive person. Yeah. Women can look at other women and say, oh, she's attractive. And what happens then? What goes For on me, that's like the end of it. Like, you go, girl. Like, oh, you go, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she potting, Tony. She potting. She, she potting so hard. I don't hard. feel insecure when I see somebody else. I mean, there's, I didn't say I mean, anything about insecurities. You did. You did. You said the word insecure what, earlier. I didn't say. Was, I was, can they play it back? Didn't she? Didn't nah, he say she, insecure nah, earlier? Nah, this fucking one is the replay on the pod now. He did. All right. So, so if I misspoke, I apologize. Maybe intimidation or insecurities are the. The, the words that oh, should be that's removed right. from I said yes. insecure. I know you, you did. did. Okay, See? my it's, bad. That was it's, me. This is kind of like how the whole thing plays out right in front of everybody. <laughs> Tony and Kyle are like the kids who are, you know, <laughs> too nervous to say anything. I mean, either. okay, like that's why people get plastic surgery. Oh, okay. Now we're cooking. All right. So we jump straight from, you know, your boy sitting up a little straighter and making my <laughs> lower back tight to, to now having lipo. Tell me more. I mean, that's why all those people go to like the DIY in Mexico and get the BBLs. Oh, so now we're getting discount plastic surgery. See what happens when you go out and get a couple chicken wings? Jay, you looking to get a BBL? Uh, you motherfuckers out here. Huh? What would you say, You Tom? looking to get the BBL? I mean, shit. It sounds like I've already had a, <laughs> an appointment lined up. <laughs> You feel me? Like, you know, that's it. That's that shit where you, you know, you buy the gym membership for your girl and you just slide the key across the table. She already booking me first class in DR. I'm going to be up in one of these rest spots, you know, for three weeks with a, with a pillow on my ass. So, yeah. So it's not the same, right? I mean, or is it the same for women? Like I said, it depends on what women we're talking about and what men we're talking about. Because okay. some men can see it and not feel anything and. Keep yeah. it moving, yeah. and then other people feel like they gotta go do push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> you 
Yes, yeah, some people do and feel then, like they gotta you know, go do push-ups. Or we hadn't, like, you know, we hadn't talked about this. <laughs> this, this is why I brought it to the pod because I hadn't mentioned this to her <laughs> that this happened. And I was like, I kept looking at the bar, like, man, these, these motherfuckers over here is doing some work. I need to, you know, what I mean, I need to get back on my game. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's um good like professional discomfort. You know what I mean? People mm. get too comfortable in their lanes, and then next thing you know, you start just letting it rock. So it's not intimidated but it's inspired yeah there you go way to make me feel better better. i appreciate you yeah 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 yeah. there wasn't that's why i'm gonna do a smoothie cleanse oh fuck all right i tried to get him to do it with me but he refuses (laughs) you know i'm i'm just gonna let this body do the filtering and uh all the cleanses and all the she's a big juice cleanse and cleanse cleanse (laughs) in person so I'm not. <laughs> I kind of feel like this 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 thing gonna do what it's supposed to do. Greatest filtration system in the history of man is the human body. I'm just gonna let it rock. I'm, I'm gonna keep the what it, what kind of smoothies are these that you're making? Well, they're different kinds. Oh fuck! All right, so what like are they? Spinach and oh, blueberry sound, and banana and like peanut a, butter. Sounds like a plan. Strawberry. And you're making these for substitutes of which which meals? All meals. Oh, you're going to do this how long? 12 days. Oh, okay. But so. you can have snacks. So that's why I bought all those roasted nuts and apples. You get three smoothies a day and two snacks for four days. And no proteins other than the protein in the, 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 the smoothie because yeah. I'm going to use those greens. So you're not going to eat anything, just smoothies, right? I just told you the snacks. You get two snacks. What I'm talking about, like when I make food. Are no. You, okay. So I'm not doing this. You said I, I'm gonna I eat, know I'm you gonna, said you weren't. I'm gonna eat though. Right? Do you? And it's gonna be okay to eat around you, right? Do you? Ah, uh, you see, you see, this is why you have to get every get them on the record, Kyle. This is this is journalism one on one. Are you going? Is it gonna be okay if I eat everything around you? That's gonna be your loss. <laughs> Or your game, actually. See, I, I haven't gotten a yes or a no yet. Haven't gotten confirmation or not. Okay, that's all. That's all I needed. That's all. That's all I needed. That's all I needed. Well, one of us is a big TV star, and the other one is oh, me. Please. Okay, I appreciate you jumping down on on the little pod and um, reigniting my uh, my confidence. I You're appreciate welcome. that, and and thank you for changing it from intimidation to inspiration. That was really nice of you. You had my back on that one. Yeah, yeah. or motivation. Or motive. There you go, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. You can get this kind of speaking <laughs> at, at a at a conference near you. Um, all right. And shout out to all the AKAs. It was a whole day. Uh, yikes! They stayed. They flooded the city this weekend. Uh, the, the Leadership city, conference. Yeah, the, the city was mm-hmm. full of of pink and green. Yeah, they were everywhere. All the gang members. But I was inside. Say all again. the gang members. All the gang members. Oh yeah. Oh the the oldest gang. To be honest with you, right? It was outside. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. The north. They couldn't wait. I was watching some of the news stuff. They couldn't wait to be like, hey, we were founded. We were founded in Northwestern, right? No, in no, Howard. It, it was a Howard? Yes. Okay, so the first... In there was 1908. Some, but there was some first thing that happened with this Northwestern uh, um, situation. Like, there was there was some lady speaking uh, at the convention and saying something about how we're happy to be, you know, close to Northwestern, which was the first something, something, something. So, I'm, maybe I messed it up. My, my, my apologies. Okay. My apologies. All right, well. Okay, bye. All right, you guys be good. All right. Okay. There it is. Bye, guys. There it is. All right, now we can talk about the Cubs and the uh, the Sox. We'll be back with more of the full goal with Jason Goff after a word from our sponsors. Hey, it's Len Casper, the radio voice of the White Sox. You're listening to the full goal with Jason Goff. So let me ask you to this. How tapped in? Right now, are you guys still with the baseball season? Tell me the truth. That's so all we're going to do this summer. Buddy, truth buddy, buddy, when buddy. It comes to this bit. Huh? Um, my, the extent of my baseball watching in Chicago goes to looking at scores uh, at the end of games and highlights on Twitter and who's about to get traded. That's about it. Okay. All right. Kyle, what about you right now? If, if Stroman's on the mound, I'm locked in. If, if, Steel's on the mound. The, the television's on. Other than that, it's 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 a tough watch right now for the Cubs. And then the White Sox, 
is just figuring out when they're going to start trading people. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's where we've been for a while with the team on the south side. The Cubs thing is a little bit different, right? August 1st, you have the trade deadline. Um, <laughs> if you read Jed Hoyer's comments, they read like, hey, I don't believe in this, and y'all shouldn't either. So if y'all get busy over this next two and a half weeks, I may or may not do what y'all want me to do. You know, Marcus Stroman and Cody Bellinger. Um, uh, you know, Cody Bellinger's been outstanding last six games. So was it five home runs in the last six games? Uh, you know, a lot of this while Dansby Swanson has been out. Um, you come back from the All-Star break, he's still – you know, seems like he, he's he's locked in. Mechanically, he doesn't want to share what he's been doing, you know, since he's come back from the injured list. But Cody Bellinger has been putting up some ridiculous numbers, slugging-wise, and went healthy this year. And if you're Marcus Stroman and you're talking to people about, you know, hey, if you got a guy who's got that MVP mentality and mindset locked in again, and then you got a guy who's getting all the quality starts in the world, it's kind of hard to give up those kind of guys to trade deadline. Like Marcus Stroman just put it out there like, hey, I, I wouldn't trade us, but I understand if we get traded, right? So Marcus Stroman also said he'll double back and have the Cubs as a landing spot when he goes through his free agency this offseason. It seems like Marcus is very aware and understanding of the business. Nothing that he has said thus far makes me believe otherwise. Uh, Justin Steele goes out there and gets touched up in the last game of the Red Sox series uh, in a way that, you know, you don't expect for Justin Steele to get touched up. Um, kind of got some bad luck, too. Nico Horner had a ball fire off of his glove. It got, it got ruled as a double. Next thing you know, the rest of those earned runs go on Justin Steele's tab. Um, Boog actually, <laughs> Boog Shambi was talking about Yoshida and how can you pay for a guy who's five foot nine, one hundred eighty pounds who hasn't developed the power or shown you that he's got the power to compete in these major leagues. <laughs> and then as soon as that is said, he hits a grand slam and then he gets a two run triple the next at bat. So 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 Matsuzaki Yoshida heard Boog Shambi from the from from the from the Wrigleyville you know rafters and was like, yo, I can I can do a little something something out here um meanwhile Rafael Devers like we talk a lot about Trout and Machado and you know pretty much all the Padres like Juan Soto and all these dudes you talk about young stars in the game of baseball and Rafael Devers when he was coming up was like all right this is the next it thing but since the Boston Red Sox haven't had Boston Red Sox like success over these last few years maybe it's getting lost in the sauce but that dude is absolutely amazing like what he put on this weekend in terms of a hitting clinic and I'm talking about hitting bad pitches hitting pitches that that should be strikes or foul tips you can't tell me Justin Steele's homer the, the home run, I should say, that, that he gave up to Rafael Devers. You're talking about a, a slide piece loan away to a right-handed hitter that he just goes out there and, and golf balls into the stands, right? And, and it's just over the basket, but still, that's a ball that should be, you know, a pop-up and a pop-out. You know, the dude is ridiculously talented. So seeing those kinds of teams come into Wrigley Field and looking at what they have over these next few weeks, they got three teams that are sub-500. And this is the time that they're going to have to figure out and try to tell Jed Hoyer, hey, we need more people because we're this good. The problem is they don't have enough offense. The, the, the corner infield positions aren't supplying enough power. You know, when you're relying on Christopher Morrell and, 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 and some of these other cats, the, these aren't middle-of-the-order bats. And, and if you look at David Ross's lineup, you're like, why is Morrell up further in the lineup? Well, I mean, you're still waiting for Seiya Suzuki to find that power stroke that that he was supposed to come here with. You know, you, you thought he would be a 20 to 25 home run kind of dude. He's sitting on seven or eight right now. He's got some, he's got some ground to make up. And Ian Happ, although he's gotten on base and his defense is extraordinary, like the dude, I mean, another terrific throw out and left in the final game of the Boston Red Sox series, but he's not a middle of the order bat that you can rely on for power. You can rely on him for good at bats. You can rely on him for, for timely hitting, whatever you want to throw out there, runners in scoring position. Um, but, when it comes down to it, you need a two-run or three-run home run to equalize the game. Ian Happ and Seiya Suzuki aren't the guys that are going to provide that for you. And Cody Bellinger, while he can, he's been oft injured this year. Dansby Swanson has been outstanding. Nico Horner is not a guy that you're looking to do that. Like they've been guy, they've had guys either batting in in positions in the lineup that they're not used to in the Mike Toutmans of the world, or you've got guys who you're counting on who just have not hit the ball with enough power. 
And I'm say, talking about Seiya Suzuki and, of course, Ian Happ. You get Patrick Wisdom back, but now he's in a fill-in duty. So you're asking yourself, if you're Jed Hoyer, do I need to complement this team with a couple of power bats or one power bat or one of these corner infield positions? Is that going to make this team more than um, just a, you know, a, a fly-by-night contender? Or is that going to solidify some of the things and some of the pieces going to fall into place? I don't think this team is ready to, to do anything special especially behind Milwaukee and behind Cincinnati. If you look at Cincinnati, they added six new players. <laughs> they play with a bunch of young dudes, and they still got the old vets and Joey Votto and some of the other guys to hold down this awful, awful division. So the way that Jed Hoyer has been talking, he, he said, hey, you are what your record says you are. That doesn't sound like someone to me who was just ready with the, with the hand on the checkbook, <laughs> like, hey, I'm ready to sign away some things. It's just you guys got to show me. I think even if the Cubs go through this next couple of weeks where they'll face off against who they got, the Nationals, I think they got the Sox, they got the Cardinals, they got teams that are all sub-500 just like them. Difference is Cubs run differential is what? plus 28 or something like that. Like they've got a run differential that belies that their record should be different. It's just, you can't go back and get the ones that you dropped unluckily. So, or a bloop here, or, uh, you know, a, 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 a you know, a poor base running play there would have gotten you out of a, a loss. You can't get those back now. So going forward, what do you really have with this team? And I think Jed Hoyer is looking at this also from a managerial standpoint. Like, what have you learned about and from David Ross over the last couple of years that would make you push the button on this team and say, okay, we're one bat away or they're, they're one reliever away? This team is talented, but I, I still think they're in the, the stages of retooling that doesn't allow for you to push the button the way that some Cub fans may want. And if Marcus Stroman has to get dealt and you can you can tell him and convince him that his time here was extraordinary and we'll see you at the end of next year, then do what you got to do. If Cody Bellinger has to get dealt because you're selling high and maybe just maybe you won't be able to replace a bat like that, but maybe just maybe he has found something, a little lightning in a bottle in a, in a one-year uh, prove-it kind of deal – He's not going to hit the incentives that incentives that are going to trigger the mutual option for next year. So you've got some decisions to make over this next couple of weeks. I just don't think this team reeks of a we got something brewing here. You just need another back kind of vibe. It doesn't it doesn't feel that way to me. And and I know they put this team together with run prevention in mind, and they've done a good job in doing so. But with Dansby Swanson out and you trying to figure out what your middle infield looks like from day to day and you know Christopher Morrell having a bat that you have to have in the lineup just trying to figure out what that position is, maybe you can kind of submit some of those future plans by not adding something that's going to give you a false sense of security. And as far as the south side is concerned, hey – Friday night's affair that had Frank Thomas and everybody on the south side saying they were done with this team and trade everybody. I don't give a shit. You know, I, I don't want to watch White Sox baseball no more. Of course, this White Sox team turns around in the same weekend and plays two of the best games they've played all season long. Too much, too little, too late, though. It's as simple as that for me. And, of course, during this weekend, Eloy Jimenez has another soft tissue issue where he has a groin injury. And I'm going to say this now, and I've been saying it now for a couple of years on this pod. You got to sell high on Eloy Jimenez at some point because this is just who he is. And if this continues to happen and we are this far along and he understands his importance, we're not talking about him doing this because he had a glove in his hand and he ran into a wall. Everybody wanted to take the glove away from him. We had, we went through all that this offseason about how he's better if he has a glove and he's telling himself that he's the left fielder. And none of that matters. He was busting his ass down the line because he had an RBI opportunity. And guess what that tells me? That you're either out of shape or you're not doing the things to get into shape to stretch enough to be loose enough during these games and you really got to step on the gas. That's what it tells me. When we went through this with Alshon Jeffrey as Bears fans, where at some point during the season, there was going to be a groin issue. There's going to be a quad issue. There's going to be a hamstring issue. When we're talking about soft tissue issues, after a while, it's on you as the player. The maintenance is on you. You've got everything at your um, at your beck and call when it comes to the training staff. You are one of the most important people in the building. 
So if Eloy Jimenez needs extra stim before the game, if Eloy Jimenez needs a certain type of stre- stretching regimen, a certain type of lifting regimen to, to strengthen some of the areas that obviously give out on him year after year, then that needs to happen. But until that, trade this man to the highest bidder. And you say, oh, you want, that's a generational bat. You, you, don't, you, you can't replace a power bat like that. Well, guess what? You've been trying to replace him for the last two and a half years with the games that he's missed. You have to replace it. At some point during the season, you're going to have to replace him for 40, 45 games. And I was excited about, I was as excited about Eloy Jimenez as anybody in this city. When I heard the little poppy, you know, comps and all these other things. And of course, you you go to go to Wrigley and the, the Crosstown Classic, he hits the game winning home run. I'm going crazy when my uncle was a member of CPD and we go to one Cup Sox game a year. That was the one. You couldn't tell me that, that you were going to find a bigger Eloy Jimenez fan. But at some point, you're doing this losing with him. Luis Robert is out here understanding the strike zone in a way that we haven't seen. Luis Robert is out here playing games at a clip that we haven't seen. He is to be commended for that. But if we commend him for that, then we also have to take the task, the guys who just keep running into these injuries. Literally. You busting your ass down the first baseline. We talked about this all year long with, with, with Tony La Russa. About guys being able to shut it down at a certain, you know, certain percentage if they if they felt that either they were going to be out or that they had revved their art, you know, their, their hamstrings and their quads up so much so that you know hey, you ain't got to bust it down. We did this last year, so now guys are busting it down the line, and we can't we can't go two, three weeks, a month, a month and a half without these kinds of injuries. At some point, it's on you. At some point, it's on you as the player. We watched Carlos Rodon for years not be in the best shape. And, the, and when he finally got into great shape, and he was doing a lot of rehabbing with arm injuries and all those other things, when he finally gets into great shape, look what happens to his career. Turns the corner, all of a sudden is a $165 million pitcher. Like, you got one gig. <laughs> your body is your brand. And I know this season is over. This season been over. This team is 15 games under 500. We're talking about this division. Shit, they behind the teams that are tanking. 2017 is when this retool began. Guess what their, their record was after, was it, 84 games? 38-55? Or 94 games, something like that. Guess what it is now? Close to that. <laughs> so the retool, you got a similar record as the time that you're supposed to be actually competing during the window. So before we start talking about Rick Hahn and who needs to go, who needs to be fired, you know, you know, Kenny's name is bubbling up again. Yeah, Sox fans, Sox fans don't forget shit. They want a Kenny removed from everything, boy. Hey, make sure that this is Rick Hahn's ship that he is he is guiding. And yeah, get out of the way, Kenny. You're meddlesome ways. Now all of a sudden, it's been Rick's ship for the last three years. All of a sudden, everyone has to go, including Kenny, <laughs> including the person who moved out of the way. Like, what are we doing here? Fine. Fire everybody. If that's what y'all want to do, you like it, I love it. But guess what? At some point, these people who are developing and adding the talent around these base players, these fund- these foundational players, at some point, they're going to have to get their shit together too. Eloy Jimenez is a beautiful hitter to watch. But guess what? You know that you're only going to get it for at most 45 days in a row. Because at some point, at some point, Something's going to give out. This White Sox thing, even when you want to feel good, this weekend was supposed to be, you know, slightly feel-good weekend. We know the season is cashed. We know that, that, that Tim Anderson and some of these other guys might have different addresses in a couple of weeks. We know that. We watching it. I just know this is the point now for me as a White Sox fan to kind of move around some furniture, man. Some things that I thought were going to be, hey, guess what? I hope they will be. Just maybe it ain't here. Michael Kopech, at what point are we going to stop waiting on that? 
Right, like you, like at some point, the people that you thought would usher in the 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 generation of winning that White Sox fans had planned, at some point you gotta look at your watch and be like, "Hey, man, we halfway through this window. At at, at what point are you gonna ca- get caught holding the bag? Literally, <laughs> so we have to pay these dudes. <laughs> so 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 what are we paying for? If this season is over now, all we're doing is talking about trade deadline stuff. I'm cool with it. But this this last little stretch is proving ground time. Who can stay healthy? Who going to play out the string? Who going to go through the motions? Baseball hasn't meant much this entire year on the south side. So I don't want to hear about meaningful games either. Who's staying locked in? Who's good enough? That's the other thing, too. A lot of guys, y'all told me was good. <laughs> I was waiting on that, 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 that 30 home run, 280, you know, was it 350, 470 slash line out of the first baseman. I was waiting on it. Top 10 pick. Yeah, this is what happens when you don't win along the timeline, schedule, and trajectory that you should. The heat gets turned up a little bit. I know the White Sox might think they out the weeds. Fan base is apathetic. People that are still watching need to be taking note. Like, what are anybody? What is anybody on this? If you run this thing back, what is anybody on this team going to be able to tell me about how they should be able to do things and what they should do? If Pedro Grafol didn't put his foot down in training camp or spring training about some of the same things that we see going on in this with this team, then then who are we really talking about here? It can't can't keep firing managers. Continuity, Jay. Hey, listen. <laughs> yeah. You know, the Sacramento Kings, Cleveland Browns, <laughs> and Pittsburgh Pirates up until this year have had tons of continuity. I don't know, man. Baseball is a long, long season to go through it with Drek. And this is the worst kind of Drek because it ain't, hey, got these guys coming up through the minors. They're here. (laughs) Everybody you're supposed to be excited about is here. Yeah, that's the thing. Oscar Colas. And then then shitting on Oscar Colas. (laughs) Like, like, like he the reason. Like, like, yeah, the the, the new guy is the reason why. You know, it was Tony LaRusso before that. It was Kenny before that. It was everybody else. <laughs> At some point, dog, it's y'all. It's you. <laughs> Lance Lynn and Liam Hendricks can't stop saying, get your head out your ass. Every time I see a Lance Lynn comment, it, it ends with, get your head out your ass. Anytime I see Liam Hendricks talk, is him about his battle with cancer. And, oh, by the way, we got to get our head out our asses. Like, like if everybody's saying it <laughs> and nobody's doing it, we got to find the motherfuckers that don't want to do it anymore. That's it. Because who are you losing with at this point? <laughs> if I'm not winning with you and you're acting like this, why do I need you anymore? Why? I'm just, and it may be unfair, but guess what? None of this is fair. This thing started in 2018. 2018, we are five years removed from White Sox fans being told that something was going to change and it was on the way. Now, all of a sudden, fast forward five years later, there have been, what, one? There's one playoff win. Not a series, by the way. One playoff win. There's an an Iowa cornfield game that, that everybody celebrated. There's been interactions between players on other teams and players for the White Sox that have gotten national recognition, but to no avail. And there hasn't been enough winning. But other than that, experiment's going fine. No, no, no. No, no, no. I I love Yoan Mankata, love Eloy Jimenez, love all these dudes, but guess what? Losing with you. (laughs) Losing with you. That, 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 that is the only answer to any question that, that is thrown at me about what should the White Sox do? Don't know. They losing with the people that they picked. They're losing with the people that they going to go down with. 
Like I would hate for two or three years from now for you us to see the same thing happening to Eloy Jimenez year in and year out. He gets close enough to 25, 26 home runs to titillate you a little bit. And then we move on to the next season where we talk about not giving him a glove or giving him a glove. And in the end, there's nothing material that's truly changing about your baseball team. So y'all like it, I love it, but this ain't it, man. This ain't it. It's a weekend where you beat the, uh, the the best team in baseball. Like, if the Rays ain't it, the Braves are it. Braves won 11 series in a row headed into this one. Come off the all-star break. You, for whatever reason, you're still sleepwalking on Friday night. You pick it back up on Saturday and Sunday re- resiliently. Like, you, you play some damn good baseball, but you still have some White Sox shit happen during a time you should be celebrated. And those have been a few and far between. So... Eloy Jimenez got another soft tissue issue. Luis Robert Jr. is out here bashing the ball still. Dylan C. seems to be getting his swagger back, his mojo back consistently now. And with his 20th start, it's the first win he's had since May. That's how many no decisions he's had. This dude finished second in the Cy Young. Like, come on, man. Now's the time to find out who really want to do this for the future. And not just who talking about it. Everybody got the big chains. Everybody having a good time. Everybody smiling. Everybody waving hi, mom. And you're going to go home with 85-plus losses. So as the White Sox try to figure out what's best for them, and Jed Hoyer is really telling y'all ain't shit happening at this train break, hey, enjoy. <laughs> enjoy. Because both these teams are getting ready to declare, and they're going to look a lot different going forward. This time that we have watched, has been wasted baseball in my estimation. It's been wasted baseball. The South Side, we know how wasted it has been. The North Side, they're just a step away, but at the same time, it's not enough to say that this team is a contender and you should go out and mortgage Pete Crow Armstrong or anybody else in that farm system. Everybody likes to rebuild. Everybody likes to retool. It sounds great, but in baseball, it's a lot different. It feels a lot different when you got to do it every single day for an entire summer, for six to seven months. Time for some commercials. What up, world? It's Vic Spencer, and you're listening to The Full Goal with Jason Goff, presented by The Ringer, a Spotify original. Jason, isn't the problem on the north side just the fact that not only um, are, you know, Strowman's a free agent at the end of this year, Bellinger has a mutual option, but the fact that they don't want to keep them, they don't want to add to it. Because right now, you you mentioned this um, in the beginning. I, I don't believe the Cubs. They need more people. Yeah. At first base, at third base, they don't have enough slug. They don't have somebody like Rapio Devers who crushes the ball whenever he makes contact with it. But it feels as if the Cubs need to start adding more to this core rather than you know, keep playing the whole, oh, we're going to trade them or you would not. Think, especially because the, the the amount of money that they're making right now. Um, around the ballpark. You would think now's the time to add. And you don't go out and get Dansby Swanson. You don't go out and get Seiya Suzuki if you're not in an ad kind of vibe. But, man, I'm watching the Angels uh, play. Who are the Angels playing? The Astros tonight on uh, Baseball Night in America. And they're, they're openly talking about Shohei Otani being a Los Angeles Dodger, you know, going forward. Like, this is dude who's going to – he's going to you know, have a, a $600 million ticket. 650 plus and the Dodgers are like alright this is what we gotta do to play let's go cause they know the, you know the Mets crazy is over there like hey I got a checkbook that don't bounce so let's ride so I know how frustrating it probably is right now to Cubs fans who feel like they're laying the groundwork for something special but you gotta wait for that you know those purse strings to open up you know I mean baseball owners Owners, period, like getting through COVID and getting through the pandemic and and building and doing all the things that you were playing before. I always talk about bottom lines, whether we have salary caps or not. All these things are businesses and everybody's got a bottom line. At what point are the Ricketts and the, the, the Cubs organization going to outwardly say to their fan base the bottom line now has been taken care of now it's time for us to win again 
And I think that's what this offseason is going to be um, hinged upon. Now, this trade deadline, you know, the way Jed is talking, I don't expect anything. And the way they've played, you know, they're, they're, they're a 500 team. I don't expect them to catch fire two and a half weeks before the trade deadline and then all of a sudden push the hand or force the hand of, of Jed Hoyer. Because I got to be honest with you, say they go crazy this next couple of weeks against these sub-500 teams. I don't think Jed Hoyer is looking at this roster saying, yeah, we could do something crazy with this. We can, we can make a deep run. Kyle Hendricks just got battered around in his last start, even though you know he had looked like the Kyle pre-injury Kyle, the starts before that. Like, how much can you, if you take Marcus Stroman and Justin Steele into a postseason right now, what are you really assured of? The two terrific pitchers. Don't get me wrong. One young and one is a, a veteran. But are you going up against some of the other aces and twos in, in Major League Baseball right now, not only with those two guys, but also with the lineup, understanding that you're not going to score a whole bunch of runs, so you have to pick up the ball demonstrably better than the other team, the way that they set out the, this blueprint to be. It just, they haven't, one, been lucky, and two, anytime the Cubs have played good baseball, they followed it up with putrid baseball. Cubs have gone on, you know, a, 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 a five for, a, for six run, and then all of a sudden lose you know, five out of the next six or go one and six on a homestand. Like, this has been their track record this season. So up until this point, Jed Hoyer hasn't been really been fueled by anything on the field to make him mortgage some of the talent that he may have. And then you go into the offseason, now, now you've had two full acquisition cycles where you've told the fan base, hey, man, we got you Dansby Swanson, shut your ass up, Right. Like, this trade deadline is definitely going to dictate what you do in the offseason, but are we assured that they're going to open up those pocketbooks in the offseason to, a, to a, you know, another degree where Dansby Swanson's been a terrific piece, right? But Seiya Suzuki's been, you know, it's, 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 it's up for discussion, right? Like, if, if you're already guarding your, 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 you know, your checkbook and you're already looking at the bottom line, with a, you know, with a magnifying glass, you can't afford those kinds of mistakes. And then on top of it, getting ready to add a big ticket item, you know, it's pie in the sky because Otani's name hasn't been mentioned a lot with either side uh, of town. But it's just you get that taste that the Cubs fans got and you, you want to keep that that vibe, that sustainable success vibe, retooling and doing it on the fly. It's worked out a little bit better for, for the Cubs than it has for other organizations. Now it's time to kind of turn the motor over now and try to figure out what's next. And and we'll see. We'll see exactly how the Ricketts and Jed Hoyer feel about um, not only competing but contending for a National League crown and a, and a World Series crown because – they're getting ready to knock on the door with some of these uh, asking prices that are going to be out there at need positions. And let's, let's face it, you know, if you're talking about Shohei Otani, you move everybody around. <laughs> I don't care who's playing where he wants to play. You got to move around, fam. <laughs> it's, it's as simple as that. And and you definitely have to, don't even have to talk about rotation-wise because he's a top of the rotation starter. But that's another acquisition cycle from now, right? Because ain't no way in hell the Angels trading him this trade deadline. You'd be, you'd be a fool to do, though, unless you're selling the team immediately. So Cubs have found themselves in a little bit of conundrum. You know, it's the precipice before competing. That's always the uh, the nerve-wracking time, and the Cubs have found themselves in that right now, as opposed to the White Sox who just find themselves, you know, pulling groins. The full goal with Jason Goff. That's all the time we have for episode 266 of the Full Go Podcast. want to thank our production staff, as always, a shadowy figure that is known as Steve Cerruti, my main man, Tony Gill, the Chief Vibes Officer, Chris Sutton, and, of course, the exceptional one, Kyle Williams, joining us, as always. We'll catch y'all on Tuesday. As always, don't forget, you can hit us up on the Full Go voicemail line, 773-359-3103 is the phone number, 773-359-3103. Looking forward to chopping it up with the local angle and get some more baseball with you guys as well and if anything else pops up along the way we'll make sure to cover that for you as always we leave you with this thank you so much for downloading this thing thank you for sharing it with your family and friends thank you for following us on the socials thanks for rating and reviewing us giving us the five stars you know we need if not we're going to catch you in the streets 
As always, take care of each other. Be safe and uh, stay sucking free. We'll talk to you on Tuesday. Must be 21 and over and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit slash chat in Connecticut. one 800 with it in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text H-O-P-E-N-Y in New York.